This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Whitmer here, along with fellow man child, Johnny Carlin. And we are back for another edition of the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Value Podcast. And if you're wondering yourself, Ricky, I've, I'm here for the first time. What is the Rick and Johnny podcast? Well, this is the podcast on MVP where we talk. Yeah, Johnny with Alzheimer's. I have to remind him every single week what this thing's about. But it's we just talk a about short-term movies, memory loss. Thank you. Movies, TV shows, superheroes, video games, and sometimes um, when it deems fit for the show. Um, is there anything I'm missing? Superheroes, TV, movies, Star Wars, basically Disney. Um, anything under the two nerdy sons. Yeah, There's honestly. your cue um, for that. But we got a jam-packed show for you guys. Before I get into everything, though, make sure to check us out on Patreon.com backslash Podcast. If you want to be like guys like Retro, if you want to be like Jake, John, Eric, Matt, Pat, I'm trying to think of other. We have so many patrons. Soapy. Um, and, of course, I'm missing some patrons in there. If I missed your name, we still love you. We love all of our patrons. Um, for as low as a dollar, you can get access to our Discord servers. Johnny, I do this each and every time now. I look at our Discord server, and I give the people, the masses, a little bit of something of what they are missing. And the latest conversation that we had was Jake posted how apparently when it comes to sports, 2019 is just a reboot of 2020 of, of 2005 because Liverpool won, Tiger Woods won, the Patriots won, LeBron James missed the playoffs, and Triple H and Batista hosted WrestleMania in both 2019 and 2005. So we're living our Yay, best sports. We're living our best 2005 um, life here. Soapy actually asked about Last of Us and was talking a little bit about Wolverine. Oh, there we go. Um, See, that's stuff. something I can talk about. Um, it's really a hodgepodge of anything you want to talk about. So you can get access to the Discord server for as low as a dollar. You can also join a podcast for as high as $10 where you join a podcast and talk about the topic you would like to talk about each and every month. But, Johnny, let's get into everything we're talking about. It's really an MCU slash Marvel entire podcast where we're talking about the Eternals because Keanu Reeves is being targeted for that movie. We're going to be talking about Spider-Man and Deadpool. Uh, There's a possibility Deadpool could be introduced in a Spider-Man movie. And then we're taking a look at the Marvel Avengers video game that we have got information for and we are going to get footage for from Square Enix at E3. That's going to be our too old the game crossover but i will tell you about too old the game later let's jump in to the first bit of news on the podcast and that is keanu reeves and keanu reeves just was in john wick um chapter Trace. three and it is thrown out there that he is being looked at to so according to mcu cosmic keanu reeves is currently in talks to join the cast of the eternals this is the movie that's going to be directed by Chloe Zhao. Um, he will also join Angelina Jolie, Kumali Nanjani, hope I got that name right, and then Richard Madden in the upcoming Marvel film. This is a Marvel film, obviously, that Kevin Feige has been very excited about. Has As he has said, your reaction 
about not being familiar with the Eternals is perfect because most people weren't familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy and believe or believe it or not, there were people that were not familiar with the Avengers or with Iron Man. So for us, it's finding great stories, whether people have heard of them or not, and bring them to the big screen in as amazing a way as we can. And Johnny, I fit entirely into that when it comes to the Eternals, where I didn't even know what the Eternals were until they kind of mentioned it during Guardians of the Galaxy. We saw that big purple Eternal with the hammer, put his fist down or his hammer down and blew everything up. Um, Thanos... I is believe it eternal? is an eternal. Yep. Um, so At least comic, I, in the comics, yeah. I will ask you, because you are the kind of Marvel resident here, I don't even know as a Marvel guy, if <laughs> you're super familiar with the no, Eternals, what do you think, do you have any idea in your head of what Keanu Reeves' role in this movie could be? Because Not a huge one, I to for, be honest. I forgot to article. also throw out. That according to we got this covered, they threw out that he's probably going to be playing a villain role in the movie. I know one of whom you and I were looking at uh, just for a Mephisto, mm-hmm. possibly. That's... I thought that was more of a celestial thing, yeah. but maybe it's in Eternals. Yeah, and I mean, we're about to look for that now. That was the first thing I kind of thought of because I was kind of searching, and of course, before this news kind of broke I mean, this week, there were people already kind of being like. Um, comicbook.com had he could be Adam Warlock, he could be Johnny Blaze, they throw Nova out for him, Silver Surfer out, and then Nightmare and Mephesto. And for me, the Mephesto one kind of sits there and goes, huh, that one might fit because the thing that I was thinking of is when we read Infinity, not Infinity War, it was Infinity Gauntlet mm-hmm. um, was the name of that story. I mean, yeah, he is kind of backhandedly going against Thanos. Mm -hmm. Where he deals with Thanos in that one at the very beginning. I wonder if that could be the role that he is playing, but also, like you mentioned, oh, he can't be a good Nightmare, but, like, I throw out to you, would they use Nightmare in the Eternals movie? He's more of a Doctor Strange villain, yeah. And they've got Doctor Strange 2 coming up. I know that, um, I think it's Mordo, um, is already going to be kind of the villain in that, but Marvel likes to spin the two villain um, sometimes, thing in most yeah. of their movies. I mean, sometimes, yeah, and so, uh, you gotta have so- someone for him to go up against for a, at least part of it. You can't just mm-hmm. have it all like, hey, save it for all the end. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you had Dormammu as the big one, and mm-hmm. you had um, Caecilius as the one that you kind of hit throughout the movie because mm-hmm. you don't want to use your big baddie. Right in the beginning, he's like, where's the rest of the movie go? Where it's like, even like, think of Black Panther. You've had Ulysses Claw, and then boom, that went into Black Panther. Or not Black Panther, um, um, Killmonger. Yeah, exactly. Um, where you had, boom, two in there. I look at even Ant-Man, kind of, where, like, look at Ant-Man two. 2. Ghost yeah. was one, and then we had the kind of bigger baddie kind of at the end, because, like, oh, she's the pawn in all this. She's the pawn for the main kind of bad guy that's using her to well, get what she wants. No, he wasn't really a bad guy. He was just trying to help her, and then... Mm-hmm. Well, still, it was for evil it was, That one was kind of kind of cool. No, he, his was, is like, I need, I need... 
to, in order to help you, you need to do this. And then mm-hmm. he kind of like started growing a conscious again of you can't be hurting people to do it. Yeah. Um, what that was was kind of like a back and forth mm-hmm. between two like villains because you had like the one that uh, he was just a criminal, mm-hmm. but he was like a head of an organization, criminal organization. Mm-hmm. And you had ghosts. Talking about of, the, we're talking about the guy that met with Wasp. Yeah. In kind of like that meeting yeah. where... They're kind of like ebbing and flowing back mm-hmm. and forth in uh, villain stuff. Yeah. So that was more of a play back and forth, whereas like another one for yours was um, the Mandarin and Kevin's... And, um, in Iron Man 3. Audridge, Killian. Yes. Whereas you sort of the same. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. you're going after the Mandarin who doesn't actually exist. But AIM is our biggest. Our AIM biggest is the big one, yeah. yeah. AIM and... Uh, I'm trying to think of other recent ones. I mean, there's numerous ones that are probably... Um, Whiplash... This is going back. Whiplash and uh, Justin Hammer mm-hmm. is another one like Did that. Did Captain Marvel technically have two? Yeah. Uh, it had so. kind of a... a Oh, how do you describe it? A twist. A twisted, a Where twist they one. They wanted you to think Ben Mendelsohn's character and was the scrolls villain, were villains, but then it was really Jude Law's character and Jan Rog. Exactly. That's um, how, that's it was the same kind of concept, just kind of a twist of we're not the villains, we're just trying to get mm-hmm. home or and, a home. And I wonder if that's even a possibility in this. Where let's say, like when we say villainous character. Is Keanu Reeves could he? And I'm not even gonna throw out like, oh, it's this character exactly. But what if it's like, oh, he's playing the villain, where it's like, oh, this is an Eternal that I think we've mentioned this before on a past podcast, where maybe it's like an Eternal that has gone against the Eternals, mm-hmm. and then later in the movie, kind of has that like change of heart, and it was like, hey. I'm on the wrong side. This wasn't right. And now we have to kind of fix this problem. Well, the inching off against an ultimate. Well, I was looking it up because Mm bring up the Eternals. Like, okay, I got to figure out what the hell we're talking about. I didn't Mm -hmm. have a bunch of time to read into it. Mm -hmm. But there's Eternals of Earth. Yeah. There's Eternals of Uranus. Uranus. (laughs) Uranus. Yes, Uranus. <laughs> My and then uh, Eternals the Titan. And then there's Alien Eternals, which is like, there's one for the Kree, there's one for the Scrolls, and blah, 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 and give a shit. The uh, Eternals of Titan is Thanos, basically. Ti- uh, Than- Thanos, his father, mm-hmm. uh, Star Fox, mm-hmm. um, there's one that's, and I'm probably going to say this wrong, Demetire. Okay. Demetire. The, your guess is as good as mine. Uh, yeah, Thanos. Surprised his brother's not part of it because seeing his mom is too. Uh, Susan, mm-hmm. uh, mentor his father or Alars, and then Thanos is one, and then Star Fox is a child of mentor and oh, guess younger brother of Thanos. So it is okay. I'm like, I know it said his younger brother was. Why can't I find him? Oh, here it is. Um, okay, Eros. His, it's. Codename Star Fox type mm-hmm. thing. Um, but then there's the ones of Earth. The one that I found well, as I was reading through, and I heard about this name before. And the thing I'm going to throw out before you say that. No. Is okay. apparently the only person we know who they're playing. Yeah. Is Angelina Jolie, where she is going to be Cersei, not Cersei from Game of Thrones. It's spelled different, too. Um, oh, and Cersei is a fourth generation member of the Eternals. Um, she is an evolutionary offshoot of the human race. Um, she's the daughter of Helios and Percy, 
um, and was probably born in Olympia, Greece. So the thing I was just going to throw out with that is she's probably going to be what you talked about with the Eternal of Earth. So I wonder if we're just going to get Eternals of Earth then. Mm -hmm. Or because there's like, I know I was reading it earlier. There's between the Uranus and Titan, and I don't know how many of the ones of Earth were a part of this. There's actually a war that happened between them. Mm-hmm. And we uh, could get that war. We basically. could get that war, which uh, Thanos was actually kind of a part of at one point. Mm-hmm. But then that would, they'd have to change up the whole kind of storyline between that because uh, they said they destroyed part of Titan unless that's what all in all destroys Titan. And they go mm-hmm. back to something like that. I don't know. They would kind of contradict the story of what happened to Titan. Yeah. If you ask me, unless that's why Titan's so far off its access is because mm-hmm. of a war. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Uh, he described it as one sort of one thing. And but... plus, let's put it this way. And I know people have thrown this out before. Yeah. Of Thanos is a villain. How much can you trust a villain? That's like, true. And that's the thing with Thanos' story is he believed he was doing the right thing. In his own mind, which and, makes him a perfect villain. And I know about me, and this is a human trait that we have, and I know Thanos ain't human, but like I have this too, is like, when you want to justify that you're doing the right thing, you'll kind of maybe bend the truth a little bit yeah. to try to have it fit your plan and what you believe is right. I mean, he the one thing that was kind of consistent throughout is they say always say Thanos doesn't lie, which mm-hmm. is like, yeah, you do kind of bend the truth in your head mm-hmm. to, to fit like if you think you're right to do it. So, I mean, that's that's not an impossibility. But, yeah, I mean... That would be one to go about, and I, there's something, I think it goes along with that war, is called um, Dragon of the Moon or something, but that, here's one that I was finding that was an interesting, and it actually could play throughout, and I could see Keanu Reeves, especially with how he looks today, mm-hmm. playing it, so the Forgotten One. Okay. You and I have talked about that a little bit before. A little bit, yeah. So I'll just read, uh, this is... The Marvel Wiki, um, Mm -hmm. List of Eternals. Uh, I'm just going to read verbatim what it says about him. The Forgotten One has developed a superhuman strength and durability to a far greater degree than the norm of Eternals. Later joined the superheroic Avengers. His true name is not known. Uh, Over the centuries, he has been mistaken for Samson, Beowulf, Gilgamesh, Hercules, and Atlas. He has learned to rope... From Buffalo Bill Cody, mm-hmm. fought alongside Achilles in the Trojan War, fought with King David in Judah, and helped uh, Anesis in the travels following the Trojan War. He was also responsible for cleaning the Aegean stables rather than Hercules, befriended the interloper, but otherwise has lived mainly in solitude for, from the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, was captured by a being cla- claiming to be Kang and forced to train his, uh, I need to get glasses, anachronauts, aged rapidly after he escaped. Kang Immortus then sends his anachronauts, na- an anachronaut named Newt, to slay him at the Avengers Mansion in 2009 series. He is living in a circus strongman who is manipulated by Druig, into attacking the other Eternals. A druid is another Eternal as well. If I can find him. Son of Valken, cousin of Icarus, sometimes known as Druig of Nightmares. Spell Icarus really quick for Icarus me. Icarus is I-K-A-R-I-S. Okay. The reason why I had you stop there is... He's also is an Eternal. 
He is right now Richard Madden, who played um, Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Yeah. That is the character he's rumored to be playing. Okay. So Richard Madden is rumored to play. What, I just like threw in three Eternals already? Yeah, because the only ones we know about is Angelina Jolie is put down to play Cersei, Mm -hmm. who is a fourth generation Eternal, an offshoot of the human race. And then Icarus is rumored to be Richard Madden, which he is a third generation Eternal um, and is also an offshoot of the human race. So there's a part of me that's maybe thinking more so of what you said of, hey, maybe we're getting a kind of let's have it here based on Earth um, with the race of immortals, um, beings who lived on Earth and shape right here. Storyline on IMDb. And this is grain of salt because it's IMDb. The saga of the Eternals, a race of immortals, uh, beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilization. And it could all just be mostly based in the Greek mythology area because mm-hmm. there's a bunch of them um, that are like, hey, mistaken to be um, Fastos was mistaken as the Greek god Hephaestus mm-hmm. um, and so on and so forth. There's a bunch of them. Um, that are mistaken to be Greek gods because they don't age for long periods of time. They're mm-hmm. eternal, blah, blah, blah. They're super strong, everything. Yeah. Like I said, the Forgotten Ones was making it mistaken as four people from mythology. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. And that's the one thing with this movie where it's, I'm intrigued for it because I don't know. It's kind of like that feeling that Kevin Feige kind of mentioned in the quote I read where... Not many people, like, think back to when Iron Man came out. I didn't really know Iron Man that well. I didn't either. Like, the only thing that I knew really much about Iron Man was I knew that he had a suit mm-hmm. that he flew in. But mainly my main source of Iron Man was, ah, am Iron Man. Basically, 90s guitar riff. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you think about our childhood up until... I would say Iron Man that movie. Mm-hmm. If you if you asked any person which kind of company is dominating, I would say DC dominated. Everyone knew who Batman was. How big, like how many Batman movies we mm-hmm. had, like how many super movies, Superman movies that we had. Like DC kind of ruled the day. DC dominated, on, but you also had like oh, until the birth of the MCU. Well, let's not forget that there was like. Like, yeah, DC dominated, and then it's like, oh, well, what, if you could actually determine Marvel, it's like, what well, Marvel mm-hmm. characters, you know, Spider-Man, the X-Men. Bingo. We really didn't like have two, anything yeah. much from the Avengers, because, like... And I know people older than us, basically from 80s, like, 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah. would probably say, well, no, 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 Marvel was big. Yeah, Marvel was, pro- like, big comic-wise before the 90s. Yeah. But, like, we're talking, like, when I'm saying, like, kid, when you don't have, we didn't have TV, huge access to comic books bingo. Well, as and kids. Plus, the medium was changing. Where That's true. Back then, like, 70s, 80s, yeah, you still had TV series, but it's not like every house didn't have multiple TVs. You had one TV, and who knew if you were going to be able to watch what you wanted Some to watch. Some people didn't even have those channels. Exactly. So, I mean, like, when we Necessarily. grew up. Like, when we grew up, when I was a little kid, we had not as many as we have now, but we had a TV in the kitchen, a TV in the living room, and that's it. So we had two TVs right there, and then now, like this time, we've got a TV 
Like at the time, TV when my sister lived with us in her room, TV in the kitchen, TV in the living area, TV in my room, TV in a second living area in a second part of the house. It's like four or five TVs in one house compared to what, 20, 30 years ago when it was like maybe one, maybe two TVs in the 90s? Two, maybe three TVs mm-hmm. in the house um, until finally like sometime late 90s early 2000s where i got a hand-me-down tv Mm -hmm. and basically that was for yeah i had cable hooked up to it. i had gaming but it was video games basically it was all video games because Mm -hmm. i had the rabbit ears yeah because i didn't have cable for it there's Mm -hmm. a time in my house we didn't even have cable so you got all the basic channels Mm -hmm. basically thank you rabbit ears for that one and i mean it's just it it was a different time so i mean with this, though, the thing that I'm excited for is to go in with that feeling that I yeah. had with Iron Man of, like, I and don't know what to expect like you say, from these guys. I, not just Iron Man, but Guardians. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't, I've never heard, Marvel fan, I never heard of the Guardians, or I heard of their name, but the that was it. I only, knew nothing about them. The only thing, and the only reason I had a pre-knowledge of the Guardians going into that first movie mm-hmm. was because Mark and I read a Guardians comic for a graphic conversation yeah. leading up to it. So, like, that one graphic novel we read, the only, like... Guardians knowledge little you bit had. of Guardians knowledge. And that's why that first movie, I left a little bit disappointed. Like, man, where's Cosmos? I liked Cosmos from the comic I read. Where Cosmo, was Cosmos? The, Cos- Cosmo the Wonder uh, yeah, Dog? Cosmo, yeah. And then we saw him in the second film, so I was all happy. I yeah. was like, there's Cosmo. Um, well, actually, at the end of that one, didn't we? We saw him at the... We saw him in part of... Was that the first one? The first one, That's yeah. That's right. Then it was an opposite. It was I was excited about it because I really knew who Cosmo was. Because he was a big He's part of He's in the MCU, that, he just was a not part of the team. He was a big part of that graphic novel because in the graphic novel, he was kind of like their Nick Fury-esque leader. Yeah. Where he gave them the orders of what to do and where to go. And then Star-Lord was... It was Star-Lord and Adam Warlock were... The leaders of the oh, Guardians and that Just story. to remind you, the scene he was in was uh, the very Howard end. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. Why are you letting them lick you? Why are you letting them lick you like that? That's um, disgusting. But yeah, any final thoughts that you have about the Eternals? No, I'm kind of going to lean towards it's going to be a more on-Earth one. Mm-hmm. Maybe like kind of ba- it may be strictly based in the Greek, Greek mythos it mm-hmm. may not they may there's probably many storylines that you and I don't know about with this because mm-hmm. this is just a uh, just like a Guardians just like um, 2008 Iron Man we don't have a lot going in mm-hmm. we could look it up or I could just wait for the surprise I might do a little bit of research just so I'm a little bit better prepared I mean, for this movie let's be honest it's kind of hard for us to go in completely bare I know because we have a podcast about it. So I, I mean, know. there's. Gonna, I'm going to be doing a little bit of research. I don't know if I'm going to go as far as going into co- getting the comics, because I want to yeah. go in fresh. Well, I mean, usually if there's news that comes out, we're going to... We're probably going to talk about it yeah. here. Oh, I'm just saying, I, 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 I want to go in semi-fresh, so I may just avoid the comics at least. So the one thing I do want to throw out, out there, yeah. and this is for my anime fans, you know who... And this is basically a John Wick typecast. You know who Keanu Reeves would be perfect for look-wise? Hmm. Eraserhead from My Hero. Yeah. Oza- oh, is it? Aizawa. Oh, Aizawa? Yeah, yeah, no, I think he would make a good Aizawa and if they I wanted to make a live could, action. I think he could basically do the personality of him as well. Kind Probably. Of like, 
uh, kind of low down, low excitement kind of. Like he's mm-hmm. already got the Keanu Reeves Already face. serious. Yeah, basically. So that's a thought I had during this was that he could be Aizawa. If they decide to make a live action, hero. I hope they actually like put the money into it and don't make it like all the other live action animes. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, well, who would be All Might? And that just kind of... That, that's that going is a down, topic for another time. That is going time. down a rabbit hole that we don't need to get to right now. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Number one, are you guys excited about the Eternals? And then number two, what do you think Keanu Reeves' role is going to be in this movie? But Johnny, let's move on to our next topic. And we're continuing the Marvel train. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. Um, and before we get into it, Make sure to go on to Apple Podcast and I, oh, I'm sorry, I can't say iTunes anymore, Johnny, because Apple decided, hey, we're just going to kill iTunes. Is that okay with you guys? We're just going to kill iTunes. So, I can't say iTunes. Go on to Apple Podcast, though, and give the Rick and Johnny Podcast a five-star rating. It really helps us out getting into the ear holes of more people, getting our podcast in front of those eyes, into those ears. So every five-star rating helps if you could do that. It would mean the world to us. But, Johnny, let's jump into our next topic, and we are taking a look at a little bit of Deadpool and a little bit of Spider-Man. And this was something that we were going to talk about last week, but because of the double movie review and then the Game of Thrones going like a 40-minute conversation, Mm -hmm. we decided, hey, we can push this to next week and it could be yeah. fine on its own. So this was coming from an article that Johnny sent my way from unilad.co.uk. This is coming all the way from Britain and the United Kingdom, From where, if I'm right, with that. And the article says Marvel might be introducing Deadpool in Spider-Man 3. And this goes along with the whole... Now that they've got the rights to Deadpool, how do we basically how do we basically introduce him into the into MCU. this universe? Do we give him his own movie? Do we shoehorn him into like an Avengers or a Spider-Man 3? So Johnny, I'm just going to straight up ask you. Should Marvel introduce Deadpool in a Spider-Man 3? And for the sake of argument, we are just going to say that there will be a Spider-Man 3 and that Sony and Marvel are going to continue a contract after Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, I'm going to go with a fuck yes. Good night, everyone. That's the end of the topic. No, but <laughs> why, why, why should they do that over a Deadpool movie of their own for um, him first? You know what? We've had already two Deadpool movies. and it, Three if you technically count the Christmas one? Yeah, if you count the Once Upon a Deadpool, but I don't because it's, it's really just a two. recap of two. Mm-hmm. It's just a PG-13 version of two, which yeah. was phenomenal, by the way. If you have a chance to go see it, see it, because it was still great. Mm-hmm. But because um, they had a kid from, I forgot his name, but uh, from... Wonder Years. Fred Savage. Fred Savage, yeah. Uh-huh. I was gonna I was actually gonna say Princess Bride. Yeah. Because the there's years. references to that in there too. Yeah, he was a he was a kid in the Wonder Years. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's also a kid in Princess Bride. True. Anyways, um so my thought would be what honestly how like you gotta figure out how we're gonna introduce him into the MCU though. So mm-hmm. you could try to do it with a solo film, but what better way to do it than throwing him into some another movie that's already set in the MCU. So it'd either be Avengers mm-hmm. Or Spider-Man. Who wouldn't want to see him and Spider-Man with the back and forth already? Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing that I was thinking today in the shower, which, by the way, best thoughts 
they come in the shower. That that's my I don't personal know. Experience. I don't want to know what you think of in the shower. Well, I was in the shower today, getting ready for the podcast, and I'm thinking about like topics that we are throwing out, and I knew this was going to be one of them because we had talked about it last week, and that we'll do it this week. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, and I have also had this kind of caveat, so I am at fault with this, but I am mm-hmm. now saying that hey. We should just ignore that caveat altogether. Is so the main thing is when people have thought about Deadpool, give me the R rate. I want an R rated Deadpool. I don't want anything less than R rated. Here's the thing Deadpool doesn't need to be R rated. Like, A, Deadpool be funny doesn't need being to be R rated to be funny. Number two, Ryan Reynolds. Does not need to be. I think the best thing about Detective Pikachu when it comes to Ryan Reynolds is showing Disney, hey, I can still be Deadpool without the R rating. Because, I mean, Detective Pikachu, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look up the rating. I know for sure that it was not a rated R movie. Pretty sure it's PG 13. Let's see. If anything. That's what I'm thinking, but I just want to make sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Make sure. That it wasn't like a PG movie. No, it was PG. Damn. Oh, it was just PG? It was just PG. Holy shit. Um, so that's even better. Unlike our, cr- unlike our show. That's even, yeah. <laughs> ours is definitely PG and above. Um, uh, ours is definitely at least well, PG-13. PG-13 and above is what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. See, brain saying one thing, mouth is like, I'm just going to omit words and phrases I'll from what you say. I'll say whatever words they, I want they, to. They know what you're talking about at this point. But basically, Detective Pikachu, I think... Showed that hey, I don't have to be rated R. You can put Deadpool in the other properties that you're thinking about. And I'm not saying that Disney was afraid to do such, but there's a part of me that's like, you know what? If we get him in Spider Man, he is still going to be amazing. And that first thing from Deadpool in the MCU doesn't need to be a solo Deadpool movie. No, exactly. That's I, I agree with you. I that's the one thought. It's like how again, like I said earlier, it's kind of hard to int- introduce him into the MCU just with his solo movie. Am I mm-hmm. correct or no? I mean, you could. Is it harder to do it than to throw him it's into harder, someone else's? It's harder, but it's not impossible to do it on on his own. But what's easier? Like what's easier and possibly more fun to do? Have his own solo oh, movie. More fun would be to pair him up with now the properties that you have. Exactly, and the, I think it'd make it kind of easier. Say, hey, he's actually in this universe. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here's well, and you got to think about it. Like maybe that's what Marvel is thinking about doing because. When they get new toys to play with, yeah, they don't keep like with Spider Man. When they got that new toy of Spider Man, mm-hmm. it wasn't just a oh Spider Man Homecoming's gonna come out, come see it. It's like oh no, he's gonna be in Civil War. Yeah, exactly. Like we put him like and we that's, threw him in Civil War to show hey he's in the universe, and that's why I almost feel like these like X Men is the heart. Like X Men to me is harder than Deadpool. Because Deadpool, it's super easy to throw him into a Spider-Man. Well, because it, Deadpool th- and... Oh, go, because sorry, you go think about this. Yeah. The entirety of, except for like the very beginning of Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. is in Europe. Yeah. Well, let's say while he's in, while Spider-Man is doing his thing in Europe, he comes back. Who the fuck is this Deadpool guy? Who the hell is this Deadpool guy running around doing stuff? Yeah. Bingo. Where he's then Deadpool's kind of like the anti-hero, anti-villain 
of that movie. Here's what my thought was. So he's he does the whole uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. He gets back. Mm-hmm. New villain introduced. Um, oh, God, I just forgot his name all of a sudden. Um, not Doc Ock. Not, the one that can pair, um, copy anyone's uh, fighting still, skills. Oh, you're talking about Skillmaster. Um, Taskmaster. Taskmaster. So, Skillmaster. So the Taskmaster. He, he com- would he would be fucking phenomenal in the MCU. So Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Spider Man's going after him because so we're he's... basically just doing Ultimate Spider Man on the big screen. Actually, yeah, I forgot <laughs> that was it. Because Taskmaster and Deadpool, I believe, were in the same episode. Yeah, you know, you're right. I forgot Ultimate about that. Spider-Man. Screw it. Let's do it. So we're just doing Ultimate Spider Man without Drake and without. Uh, Fucking Eric Matthews. Come on, we replaced him with two pretty good uh, actors. I, well, it depends. Well, yeah, because if you, Tom Holland. Let's say we is. let's say we keep Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Well, duh. I would hope they don't. replace I feel him. like they're gonna keep Ryan Reynolds. I, was, like, that's I would really hope they don't replace him because he did a fantastic job. But no, like even if even if Taskmaster isn't the one, like just the fact of like Spider Man can come back. You have that little play with. Dare are uh, with uh, Deadpool, yeah, because Deadpool could be seen as a villain. Like Spider Man could think he's a villain at first, yeah, because like he's not like. But that's the thing of like with Deadpool, how much do you like? You could still have, you could technically still have him kill. You just can't show it. Yeah, right. Is that? I, I think that would be it. You that? can't show it. Um, it would just be or have Peter come back. Here's the villain and. Basically, Nick Fury, because Nick Fury and Spider-Man now have a connection. Yeah. Basically, Nick Fury goes, oh, you're going to be, we're going to be calling in a mercenary to help you out with this mission. And that's when he meets Deadpool. My other thought would be uh, either that or kind of like a um, offshoot from each other. And uh, they're they're both like meet up on like a rooftop uh, to take out mm-hmm. Taskmaster and they kind of have the back and forth. He's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna go kill him." He goes like, he goes to actually yeah. like put the swords, and you got two spider web, spider web. Mm-hmm. No way, no pulls them back. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. What are you, an X Men? You know what I'm trying to. Th- you know what I just thought of? A what? And this is if you want to make Daredevil kind of like the anti villain compared. Yeah, I keep saying Daredevil. I know you do. Correct me every time. I will. Because red suits, double D's, like that's it. Um, but actually, basically, it's one D for well, Deadpool. It's one D. It's DP. It's still not very good of an analogy. Like double D's DP. They're still not safe for kids. But you know what? That's how it rolls off the tongue somehow. Uh, but basically, what I'm saying is, if you want to make Deadpool a anti-villain compared to an anti-hero, yeah. You know what other villain I would use then? Huh? Craven. Could you imagine? You just really want Craven. Well, duh. Um, but number two, think about a story of this. And Marvel, if you catch wind of this, I give you free reign to run with this because you could do it way better than I could. Um, basically, Peter comes back, right? Mm-hmm. Not only does he have to deal with Craven the Hunter hunting him, he has to deal with Deadpool because someone else has hired Deadpool to kill Spider-Man. So he's got two people now hunting him. Interesting. Basically, it's Craven, almost like Craven's last hunt with that extra element of he's being hunted by Deadpool also. So how do you, how does he get out of the um, 
Deadpool thing is the question. Basically, the thing with Deadpool, because Deadpool is basically a mercenary where he is fueled by money, fueled by, where basically Mark he with could the mouth. be. Yeah, and he can be. Eh, maybe, like, at first I was like, oh, they could befriend each other. Or it could just become a thing of like Spider Man kind of lies to Deadpool and goes, hey, I have S.H.I.E.L.D. behind me. S.H.I.E.L.D.'s got way more money than the guy backing you and kind of tricks him that way to where it's like, hey, if you help me get Craven, but we can't kill him, no killing. But if you help me get Craven, I've got people that'll pay you way more than what you're getting paid to kill me. What if, oh, I'm trying to think of this. What if instead of he's going after Spider-Man, what if, Spider has to deal with the Craven hunting him, mm-hmm. but obviously there's the no, the really the no kill thing, and he's got to deal with de- someone who hired Deadpool to kill Craven. That could work too. But who? Here's the thing: who would want Craven dead? Um, someone from Wakanda. Yeah, but would they hire? Would they? Would someone from Wakanda hire Deadpool? Um, well, if it's not Black Panther, possibly. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, uh, um, trying to think, no, who does he, I know there's people that he is, um, villains against, or he is kind of wronged for Mm -hmm. sure. Like I know white tiger was one that has a big tiff with him. Am I correct? But yet again, like white tiger's a hero. Would a hero hire a mercenary? I'm not saying white tiger specifically. I'm just trying to think like Mm -hmm. who could possibly want to hire Craven. I feel like the only. Or hire Deadpool to kill Craven. If we're going to go down that route, you have two choices to make. Mm -hmm. If Deadpool is going to be hired to kill Peter Parker, it's easy. X villain has hired him. Like for me, if Deadpool is hired to kill Peter Parker, Basically, Harry Osborne, not Harry Osborne, Norman Osborne has hired him to kill Peter. Vulture has money from all the sales. Or Vulture. Um, Vulture would actually be a good one um, to basically, hey, I can't kill him. Even though, like, I know, ooh, 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 that's interesting. Basically, he could tell Deadpool Spider-Man's identity because Vulture knows that. Mm -hmm. And then Vulture maybe thinks, hey, if I can pay him to do it he takes the fall he takes the fall spider-man's no more i'm scotch-free basically is what he's probably thinking like that could be an interesting one or if deadpool is there to kill the villain it's not going to be a hero that does it it's not going to be another it could be another (laughs) villain but i don't think it's another villain in this case in this case it is an outside organization Mm mm-hmm that at like an outside evil organization, kind of like an AIM situation, that is paid, wants crave craven out of the way. Basically, yeah. Um, maybe it's like an evil PETA that wants craven killed evil because PETA. he's endangering species um, and stuff like that. That's terrible. Don't run with that. Um, but the thing that I would say is, I think it would totally work. To throw him in. Now, the thing that's the curveball that I think is harder Mm -hmm. that I'll flip this on is the X-Men. We've had this conversation before. How should they introduce the X-Men? But going off of what we just kind of laid the base, if they do what they did with Spider-Man, hey, new property, we're going to put them in a film compared to compared to basically saying, oh, we're going to do their own. The X-Men would be on the other side where I think it'd be easier 
to establish them in the universe on their own rather than shoehorning that whole big of a group, group into one movie. The, there's like only two that you can do that with, and that would be Deadpool would be one and Wolverine, just mm-hmm. because they have so many crossovers with other teams. Unless they, that's how they do it. Unless, unless that's how they introduce the X Men is by introducing their Wolverine first. Wolverine into like, hey, we we get, we're getting new Avengers. Mm-hmm. Wolverine's gonna join our group, like sort of a hiring, hiring type thing. Yeah, tryouts almost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that, or like you said, make it their own movie, or the only other way. And this is kind of jumping, jumping the shark, in a sense, or just. Kind of going, going a little, get a little. Um, what's the word phrase I'm looking for? Um, a little ahead of yourself, mm-hmm. I feel like would be to do the. They're talking about doing one movie of an Avengers versus X Men mm-hmm. that might be jumping in a little too hard, too fast. Yeah, I think that's a build up that, movie. That, that that's an Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame build up too. Yeah, you or need just an Avengers Civil movie. War. I would yeah. say that'd be like the Civil War or like Age of Ultron. Yeah, like where you like you need a few to movies build to build to that it. up because we need to know who. Like obviously, you and I don't, mm-hmm. but the casuals need to know who the X Men are. Yeah, that's just well, in this universe. It's just way too much to throw into a movie. Movie, yeah. Where you've got the you've got to then explain why the They're X fighting. Men and Avengers are fighting, but then also introduce us to all of the X Men. Exactly, like that's way too much to where. So you need X Men movies or move, mm-hmm. yeah, movies. And that's in like, order to do stuff. I like know that. you sent it to me. I also saw it on um, Screen Rant today. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and this is the best time of the year because now that Disney owns the Fox properties. You're basically going to get the, oh, well, this was our idea for this kind of a movie. Um, And apparently Fox, if I go ahead and find it, had planned to do a, oh, what was it? A Fantastic Fantastic Four Four and X-Men crossover. crossover. Yeah. Like, and of course that's like, okay, that would have been cool. But at the same time, I'm like, it would have been Fox. I wouldn't have no faith in them doing it. Uh, Well, it's... (laughs) It's like, here's the thing we'll end this topic on. Yeah. I wanted to shoehorn this in anyways, is apparently when it comes to uh, Dark Phoenix, mm-hmm. which we're going to see um, this weekend, and we'll see if it's any good. I am not holding back reservations for it. Um, Excuse me. Apparently, there's news coming out that the Dark Phoenix original ending was too similar to another superhero movie. And basically, from the article, this is what we get. So, during an interview at Yahoo Movies to promote the X-Men film, James McAvoy said Dark Phoenix's initial ending changed a hell of a lot during reshoots, adding that it had to evolve because there was a lot of overlap and parallels with another superhero movie that came out, dot, 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 a while ago. However, in the actual video, McAvoy seemingly starts to say recently before changing to a while ago, leading some to speculate that he is talking about a film that came out a few months back. The obvious suspect here is Captain Marvel, and for a few reasons. It's confirmed that Dark Phoenix originally ended with a showdown in space, which is also where Captain Marvel's cinematic battle and our climactic battle takes place. More than that, 
the film was already well into production by the time Dark Phoenix reshoots were being plotted. Disney has also begun its acquisition of Fox's movie and TV assets at this point, so it's possible they, and by extension Marvel Studios, because this is me interjecting here, we know Kevin Feige was basically like giving them tips and pointers, um, gave Dark Phoenix's creatives a heads up about the film's similarities to Captain Marvel to avoid creating too much overlap between them. And as Yahoo Movies noted in their write-up, Kingsburg's, Simon Kingsburg um, even claimed that the visual effects for Gene's Phoenix transformation were altered in post-production to look more cosmic and less flamey, which arguably sounds like a way of saying less like Carol Danvers' superpower state. So the thing I want to ask you Mm -hmm. is basically what is your thought with all of this heading into X-Men this weekend? Because do you think this was through Kevin Feige, Disney saying, hey, we want this changed because we don't want it to be the same as Captain Marvel? I would hope that they would make it so it's not like the exact same because I get it. Um is the one thing I would do it uh, how do I say this? The one way I would have done it myself is if uh they took like yeah, maybe make it look cosmic y when she gets the powers. But the way hers but God, that's this is really hard to explain. Cause the one way I would do it is myself. This is if I were in their the, their their seat. Um make it like halfway to Captain Marvel where it's got the cosmic entity to it, but because it's the Phoenix, it should have a flame essence to it. Well, we've already seen but don't make how it how she gets like and that's the thing I hate yeah. about this movie already, and I haven't even seen it, is we already see how she gets it in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically the flame goes through the ship. Um and basically she sucks it in. Yeah. But then it's like, I for me, I don't know. This is basically sounding like Fox was going to do their own thing. And then Disney and Marvel Studios came along and said, hey, yeah, this buyout's going to happen. I'm just going to tell you, this is how ours ends. Do you want to be compared to this? Just putting it out there. Because mm-hmm. like we've talked about before where we compared it to Sony, how Sony didn't pay, change. Hey, I'm Paul Giamatti. Here's the rhino. And people didn't like it, Johnny being one of them. Yeah, I didn't like Giovanni um, as a rhino, the rhino. This might be Fox going, all right, we'll actually listen to you yeah. so that we are not the same as Captain Marvel. Yeah. No, like I would do it in like something that looks cosmic-y but make it look like the Phoenix Force still. Mm-hmm. And then when she ma- – what would be cool when she manifested, you actually still see like the – because I don't think we got to see her blow up the ship necessarily fully. Not fully, but we've so like it would be cool if it like ends up in a phoenix shape before Mm -hmm. whatever happens with her after that. I just with me, and this is another reason of why I'm just not excited for this movie. I'm and it pains me to say that I'm not excited for it. Uh, I'm gonna go like here's the thing: gonna go see it. Mm -hmm. It's an X Men movie, so of course, like here you get my money. But I'm hope I am hoping. That because my expectations are so low that I actually think, like, that they get risen enough to where even if it's a two out of five, I'm sitting there going, well, it's better than I expected. 
it was not good, but at least it was better than I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Like, that is what I'm going in there with. And I know Johnny's giving me those daggers because just like it pains me to say it, Johnny hates even more that I am like this. I'm thinking I'm going in with an open mind. I'm hoping that you try to be so positive and I I'm love always it. do it. I love it. We're, that that's the that's the key thing about our show. You are the hey, I'm going to be positive. My childlike optimism. Your childlike optimism. I have a part of that too, but I've been influenced and he knows it and he's watching and he feels like he's said to me that he feels like it's his influence. I have been influenced by Dave to some degree where this, like, my childhood optimism that I have about some of these things just gets brought down into realism because of that Daveness coming through. Oh, not me. that there's no realism in it, Daveness. but I'm still trying to, like, have some optimism Dave. that it's not going to be garbage. Yeah. Plus,. You're the Marvel fan. Yeah, you want it to be really good. I could care less if it sucks. Um, I'm also got the. I also got that background or not background. You're, you're but like, the, but it's Fox Marvel. I've got I've got the backing of. Hey, it's almost over. <laughs> the end. The end. It's almost Ricky, here. We're in the end game now. We are in the end game now. But <laughs> any final thoughts about anything we threw? No, out there? I'm really hoping that they um, do the Spider-Man Deadpool crossover. Do the right thing. To introduce him into the MCU, because again, this is a that's a good. I feel like it's a good way to do it. Otherwise, mm -hmm. I mean, don't. They could do, do either, it right. You guys could, know how to do it. They could do it either way. They could do it either and way. And I think that like the point of this is basically they don't have to do a Deadpool solo movie. They can introduce him within a movie. Um, I think the biggest caveat with him was, oh well, he's R rated, so it creates doesn't has to be. He doesn't have to be like Once Upon a Deadpool, Detective Pikachu. Those have shown that hey, Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool don't have to be rated R to be to funny. get the point across and to get the Deadpool character exactly across. This is more so where you either bleep him out mm -hmm. and make it that funny aspect, or mm -hmm. you have him like we talked about in multiple. He goes shows. to say the f word, and then Tom Holland, wait, wait, wait. fuck, <laughs> like throughout the whole episode, he goes, "Son of a wait, I gotta save my swear word for the for the right is time." Is it one swear word? I thought it was Biggest, one f bomb. One f bomb. That's what I would. I would make it the big thing about the f bomb. Yeah, <laughs> like he and saves then it, and the, then Tom steals it from yeah, him. Yeah, and then Tom Holland just in Tom Holland fashion, casually. Oh fuck. <gasps> no! <laughs> that was mine! That was my line! That was um, mine! But this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in the comment section about Deadpool being introduced in a Spider-Man movie, about how you would do it, about the X-Men, because we threw that yep. um, in here at the end. I knew I was going to shoehorn it in. I just didn't know if I was going to do it at the beginning or the end. So let us know what you guys are thinking in that comment section. But Johnny, let's end the podcast talking about something that, I will be honest, got taken away from us as we used to have gaming here on Rick and Johnny. Yes, However, after Too Old the Game became a thing, which at around the time news of the game that we were talking about now, mm -hmm. after that's announced, it'll be the one year anniversary of Too Old the Game. So I will shamelessly plug it. Check out Dave, Mark, and myself every week. We usually record on Thursdays. So Friday release, every Friday it comes out. Um, Too Old the Game on MVP, where we talk about everything gaming. This past week, me. your computer died on yeah, you. The screen just went black. <laughs> this past week, like we've talked about things like wow. This past week, we talked about the Call of Duty stuff. 
It's a fun time. You guys should check it out. So too old to game. Shameless plug right there. But I say that because we are talking about gaming here, Johnny, and a big game for both you and I because it was it had to be like years ago mm-hmm. where we got that first little kind of footage of, oh, my God, they are going to make an Avengers game with Square Enix. Like basically the office meme of like, it's happening. Oh, my God. This is happening. Well, Johnny, 2019 is finally the year where we are going to find out no, more about it. We have found out information already, but we will find out more June 10th at E3 2019 from the Square Enix press conference. And here's what we know right now. So, basically, it's going to be called Marvel's Avengers. Um, Square Enix con- confirmed it would bring a new superhero game to the E3 event with a gameplay reveal coming on June 10th. Via comicbook.com, a description briefly listed on the E3 Coliseum page revealed that Marvel's Avengers will be featured on the show's official stage. This is a defining Avengers gaming experience, reads the description an epic action adventure that combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single player and co- and co-op gameplay. According to the listing, the game's features allows players to form a team up to 4 heroes, each of whom each of whom, not each of whom, each of whom Hume, Hume, I think I'm saying that right. Just, now it sounds like I'm saying it wrong. Hume, Hume can Hume. utilize their unique abilities. Sometimes the heroes can even combine their powers. There will also be hero cu- customization, possibly with new outfits and additional items. It also mentions the ever-expanding world, which suggests that new areas could open up as players progress. Here's the thing I want to throw out to you because this is huge because not only does it say that we're going to get a continuous single player and a co-op gameplay. Here's the first question I want to ask you Mm -hmm. is, do you think this game is going to be more of a call of duty style game? And when I say that, I mean, here's your single player game. Here's your single player story. But there's a co-op, like co-op part to it that you can choose in that separate mode? Or do you think this is going to be a games of service type of game? So like Destiny, like The Division, where it's basically when you are on, you are logged into this universe, this server, and you see basically in some in some senses like Destiny... I see other players running around like the main hub. Like you basically go to the main HQ and see other heroes flying around and basically running around and web slinging around or like in the division. Hey, I've got my single game story, but Hey, I invite Johnny to my game and boom. Now we're both in this world. Do you think it's going to be one where they're completely separate modes or do you think we'll get that games of service where it's like, here's the game. There'll be other people in this game with you, and it'll be an everlasting kind of a continuous thing that they add on to. See, the problem that I can see with that is it could be get real busy, mm-hmm. and like 
not that they would like, oh, hey, you both are on the same mission now mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Like, yeah. oh, hey, your mission stopped because someone else finished it. I don't think that would happen. Mm-hmm. But it's just like the amount of people that would be flying around, web swinging around, running around might be, get kind of busy. It might mm-hmm. be better to have like your single player is ju- kind of just you. Mm-hmm. What about the division though? Like that style, where so the division in that game, because that's also a games of service, where basically when I log on, I have to log online to play. Yeah. And when I log on, I'm in my own climate. So basically, I'm in my own little multiverse and I'm running around doing the missions. But there are some like the end game stuff where it's like the three strongholds. All right, I gotta log. I gotta queue up. For a group of four of us to complete this mission. Or like if you're on, hey, I'm going to invite Johnny to my group. And now in this little multiverse, you and I are the only ones that are the only heroes that coexist in this universe. Could you see them doing it that way compared to keeping them separate? I'm almost thinking about what if like there's a cap on how many heroes can be in a universe before they kind of send you over to. No, no, I'm saying like. You can see other players playing, but okay. it's not going to make it too busy. So there's like a cap of yes. how many, like 20 to 40 heroes in this mm-hmm. whole like universe. Yeah. And then like, hey, if you guys are a hub or server, mm-hmm. okay, you guys are being transferred to this one because there's too many players on this one now. Yeah, because I mean. That I, way that it's not too busy, mm-hmm. but it's not like, hey, there's no other heroes here. I don't see it being a WoW situation. And what I mean by WoW is, like, I log into WoW, I'm in the universe. And basically... You can see everyone. Like, for example, I was leveling up a character yesterday. Mm -hmm. I had to kill these pillagers. Well, guess what? Somebody else was running around killing the same ones. So, like, they would kill them before I could get to it. Great. I got to wait for them to respawn before I can do that. I don't think it's going to be something like that. Yeah. I think it will be like, and I know you. You got played, your own missions. I know you haven't played the division, but that is what I'm basing it off of. Where we were all in the same world, so when I was in a HQ mm-hmm. or like a safe house, you could see other players running around the safe house. But as soon as I left the safe house, it was like, okay, you are entering your own game world. And you don't see those players anymore unless that player is invited in to your see, little world. I wouldn't mind like seeing the other players mm-hmm. as long as, like I said, it's as long as there's like a cap of how many yeah. are in that universe mm-hmm. or in that biome or whatever you want to consider yeah. it. Just because you don't want things like way too freaking busy in there. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I would I would think that like, hey, they either keep you on separate missions so you don't have to wait for a respawn mm-hmm. like that, like you said. Yeah. Or it would be like, hey, yeah. Uh, Separate missions, or it'd be like, hey, just because you guys are on the same mission doesn't mean it's going to interfere with each other. It's mm-hmm. type gaming. Um, but that's why where the cap comes in. It's like, yeah, you can bring in all like your friends, and it can be your team of four, and those are the only ones you can really interact with. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't be able to interact with someone that you're not yeah. on a team with. And that's a thing of two of like, here's the second part. And this is brought in from, so I listen to a podcast already about this kind of funny. I like their content. Um, I think it's known as I reference them a lot on our podcast. And the reason why I bring them into it is because Greg Miller had a stance of like, so playing God of war, the new one God of war had a distinct feeling like these heroes. We know these heroes very well. Mm -hmm. For example, he was talking about Thor 
he said the thing that this game will need to do in its gameplay that basically God of War did, because like God of War, the new one, was basically like your Kratos with the powers of Thor. Mm-hmm. And the first time you threw your Leviathan axe and then hit the button to have it come back and boom, he caught the axe, you're like, holy shit, that feels really good. I need to, like, I want to feel that same feeling if I'm playing as Thor and I take Mjolnir, Mjolnir, and I throw it and have Mjolnir come back and catch it or Stormbreaker because maybe that's the customization thing of like, hey, maybe I want my Thor to have have Mjolnir. Maybe I want it to have Stormbreaker. Maybe there's weapons from the comics that they bring in that the MCU hasn't done. Like, when I catch that, I want that to be the same feeling, that same kind of awesome feeling that it was when I was Kratos catching the Levi- the Leviathan axe. Well, I, well, the other thing I would want then too, and I'd need a little harder to gameplay it, mm-hmm. but it isn't because it'd be like uh, when you take over a drone and like mm-hmm. they had it as far back as uh, 007, yeah, where you throw the hammer or the Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. and like you control it because that's what he can do in the MCU. Basically, yeah. And actually, in the co- comics, he can control what he's doing. It's just you wouldn't be able to like, protect yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, what they could do is since you're the only one seeing what you're going to do, yeah. Because that's another thing. Are they going to make? Are they going to make the gameplay first person? Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm throwing it and I see it. Or are they going to make it kind of like God of War, kind of like The Division? I prefer kind God of, like of War Call like of that. Duty, where it's you're in that third person where you actually see your body kind of either floating around or walking around. Because that's another thing that's added to this game, flying heroes. Yes. We don't know what heroes are going to be in here, but Iron Man, Thor, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, like, just to name a few, flying or swinging around. Customizable, too, not to mention. You can customize your own hero. And also, I wonder if we are going to get... So, Spider-Man, I don't think, is going to be in this game. Okay. Because of two things. One... Sony would have to give them the okay. Yeah. And number two, I don't know if Sony would want Spider-Man in this game after they just came out recently with their Spider-Man game and already have plans for a second Spider-Man That's game. true. So I don't think Spider-Man will be one. But, like, for example, let's say Captain Marvel's in it. Let's Iron Man, because we know he's going to be in it. Yeah. How is that feeling going to be of flying around? And how easy is it going to be to do so? Yeah, it's going to be kind of... I almost want it to be like um, Jump Pack Farah mm-hmm. style, where you kind of got to make sure you're doing Repulsor. Mm-hmm. Just not a one-hit button, you're good to go all the time. Yeah, and it kind of brings me to... Oh, what was it Cause called? I want... The game's dead now. Um, we played it once. Um Mike, our friend Mike was Hulk. I don't know if you and Ron was Iron Man. I played as Captain America. It was kind of like it was a computer game. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was a kind of top-down view, and you could like run around with your hero doing yeah. stuff. Was that Marvel Heroes? Was I that think what it that may was have called? been that. I don't want it to be like that. No, basically. I don't either. Um, which I don't think the gameplay will, but I don't want the style like the style of game. 
Like, I want it to be like, like God of War, where you're kind of like thri- exactly. third person right behind your person. Where I feel like even that I'm third person, I am that this person. character. Yeah. Um, and that's a big thing to me is how also, all right, you're going to get up to four people on a team per a team. How many characters are they going to have? Because, like, I would think they'd have Cap, Iron Man, and Thor for sure, and Incredible Hulk. Do you? You're not going to base it just to four, right? No. Like, how many of these I mean, Marvel heroes do, do you think Panther, will be in the game? Panther, you can have Ant-Man, you can have... Mm. Um, oh, Ant-Man would be weird gameplay-wise, doing the whole shrinking thing. Or right. Or, like, or getting bigger. That would be that would be unique, and I don't know how they would do That'd that. That'd take a lot of coding. Just mm-hmm. like, because when, like, when you do the grow, you actually move slower. Yeah. That'd be nuts, though. And then, like, smaller, <laughs> like, your whole, like... Basically, your whole perspective changes then. Yeah. Because everything's bigger than you. Shit, that would be weird. Right. Um, Black Panther, I completely forgot. He's definitely going to be in it. Um, Captain Marvel, like you I said. I feel like Captain Marvel would. Um, I don't know Doctor Strange, because Doctor Strange would be more of like a caster type. So yeah. I feel like they yes. want him to be basically the, um, what's the word, the diversity of classes, basically. Yeah, it'd be like when you have a weight mage or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think otherwise off of that. Do you think there's any characters we haven't seen in the MCU that they could add? There's or probably would a, add? I mean, it, I, it depends on who they have rights with, too. Mm-hmm. Is it, um, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Ooh, um, I forgot about Jessica Punisher, Jones. Punisher, Jessica Jones, um, Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. As well as the Guardians, if you want to throw that into it. And when I see customizable, mm-hmm. that makes me wonder, can you just, like, literally create your own hero? Not like, hey, I got Thor, but I can customize his costume and weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, like, can I make, like, my own hero and play as that? That would be weird. That you could, If you could actually make your own hero and play that. Because, like, the thing I looked up was, okay, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Which number three is coming out for the Switch mm-hmm. not too long. Um, so let's see. Their list of play, playable characters in that game. Captain America, um, Deadpool, Electra, Human Torch, Iceman, Invisible Woman, Iron Man, War Machine, Luke Cage, Mr. Fantastic. There you go. War Machine, um, Falcon. Miss Marvel, Spider-Man, Scarlet Spider, um, Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl, um, Storm, Thing, Thor, Beta Ray Bill, Wolverine. Um, and then they had unlockable characters of Black Panther, Blade, ooh, Blade um, Daredevil, um, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Nick Fury, Silver Surfer. Now, I know a lot of these people are going to go, well, guys, the X-Men characters and less Wolverine... Is not going to be there because it's an Avengers game. Blade's not going to be in it because it's an Avengers game. Um, Ghost Rider, not going to be in an Avengers game. But do you think like a Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones still is in it, even if it, that it's called Marvel Avengers? They might have those as either like unlockables later on or hell, they might just have those or even they're like... They're just in the universe as NPCs we can interact with and even that yeah i would say hell you can probably like if you if they do have the customize and make your own mm-hmm. any marvel hero any marvel mm-hmm. avenger or anyone that could be in the marvel universe you could take powers from that and like mm-hmm. when you make your own yeah so if i want to combine like 
Iron Man and Luke Cage to some degree. Hell, go for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be odd, but why do I need a suit of armor when I have unbreakable skin? Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, it's combinations like um, in the Ghost Rider, I think. It also depends on what incarnation of Avengers. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people go, oh, that's not in the Avengers because it wasn't in the MCU. Yeah. No. It's a Ghost in, Rider. It's in the comics. Ghost so. Rider was an Avenger at one point. Was Hell. He? He, uh, Doctor Strange and got the Ghost Rider powers at one point. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to go that crazy. Could you imagine, though? If we got a Doctor Strange Ghost Rider. Customizable characters, yeah. Ricky. So here's the last thing I'm going to ask you. First off, easy question. Yeah. If you could pick this character, this is basically we're not going to say it's a character or not. Basically, which character would you want to play in this or that you really want that character in this game? And then the second question, how would you customize that character? Like, what would you draw looks-wise for that character when you play? Are you really asking that question? You, I think you have an idea oh, of what know. two I characters just, I'm going to play. They might not know. I don't know which one you're going to choose. I think what I would want to start with, because I know he's going to be in there, is Thor. Okay. I want to know that. I, that's a tough choice. I kind of think I want to go with Stormbreaker though, okay. depending if it's comic book or MCU stylized. Because I like the mm-hmm. MCU's version of Stormbreaker, where I mm-hmm. don't like the comic book ones as much. So you would go with Stormbreaker if they have Thor's axe, like because there's an axe before yeah. he gets Mjolnir, kind of like a Leviathan type. Axe. Yeah, it's like the Leviathan axe, yeah. it's shaped, shaped the same way. I might actually go with the axe just for the hell of mm-hmm. it, but I don't know if that one summons back. I mean, comic would, book wise, it might just keep the. I mean, Kratos is, uh, came back to him. I'm just saying though. I just wonder if, like, at that point, like, if they're God really gonna, Thor. if they're really gonna change, take that away, mm-hmm. just because, like, that's kind of a hard thing to, like, oh, well, he's got this weapon, so he can't do that. It's probably just easier for them to go. He could summon it back. You know what I would almost do? Hmm. So I would be Cap. Yeah. But not Steve Rogers. Really, Bucky. I would want to. That's another one, Bucky. I, I keep forgetting. I would want to do mine, where basically it's you pick the Captain America Bucky character, Cap. but a separate skin is the Bucky version of Cap. Because the reason I love that Cap mm-hmm. is it's Captain America with the shield, metal fucking arm. Unless you can do a, bu- he's got the metal arm with the Cap logo right there on his shoulder. Unless it's separate, like. Well, no, I guess same same idea. It'd just be, a, like you said, different skin. Because I would say maybe the metal arm Sam? does something. Sam's no. cap? Like, no. you could also have the metal arm, do, like, maybe packs more. More like punch. His, his punch is strong. That's what I was saying. Maybe it's like yeah. a Bucky skin instead, where it's like, hey, Bucky, but it's ca- the, hey, Cap Bucky. The skins don't have to be like Overwatch, where they mean nothing. Yeah, that's like, true. These skins could have, like, hey, if you pick this version, different attributes. Yeah. For that character. Like, maybe some things go down for Bucky. Like, mm-hmm. maybe general strength goes like down. May- but Maybe two skins for Iron Man. One would be War Machine. The other would be Iron Patriot. No, I was going to say Rescue. Um, like, I was going to say, what if it's just Iron Man's one, War Machine's his own? What would you do? How much would you riot if no War Machine, no Iron Man, no Rescue... Iron Patriot is the only suit that you get in that game. How much would you riot? Have fun with that, Ron. He's the Iron Man guy. <laughs> Johnny, have fun with that. Um, I don't think that happens. No, I just throw God, that out. no. Are you I kidding threw me? that out there because I know you hate the Iron Patriot with a with a passion. I don't like it, but whatever. You you maybe your hatred has dimmed down a little bit, but 
it was there at one point to where you... That was take, stupid. Paul Giamatti has now taken all of that hatred from Johnny um, for Spider-Man. But any final thoughts on this with expectations, what you're hoping for, what you hope we see in less than two weeks now as we sit eight days from the presentation at E3? I can't wait to play it. I would love to... I'm just curious, like, what I hope mean? we'll also find out if it's PlayStation, Xbox, or no, PC. everything. Yeah, PC or everything. Here's the thing. If, let's say, it's everything, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, do you think it will be cross-play? Where <sighs> Probably not. Basically, hey, I'm playing on Xbox, but I'm playing with the PC guys, too. I'm thinking my money's on no, because, like, they don't, like, like, for example, they won't cr- make a cross of... um. Um, Overwatch won't mm-hmm. cross because I mean the play of playing with this compared to this is immensely different from mm-hmm. what I've been told. I don't play, do a lot of computer gaming, yeah. But this I is mean, one where like if my computer can run it, I think I'll do that because we have more friends mm-hmm. that could join our team. Because if like, what uh, it would be three of us only that could mm-hmm. do it if the, on PlayStation. I'm gonna say with this one, yes, we will get cross play. In think some so? way. The reason why I'm going to say yes, at the very least, I think Xbox and PC does it. Yeah. Sony's the wild card where. If they want so- to or well, not. Sony has come out and said that PlayStation 5 will be cross play, but that doesn't mean anything for PlayStation 4. However, that's the thing. Is this going to. This game, is this going to come out? Last question I'll ask you Does it get a 2020 release date? And is one of the last games for this gen? Or will we get a release date that is 2021 and it's one of the first games of the PS5 Xbox Scarlet era? Oh, there's an Xbox Scarlet? I didn't even know about I, that. That's the last thing I heard of it. Was um, that's I'm the hoping, working title. I'm hoping that last gen for this or last game for this gen. Johnny's like, as a PC guy, I don't care. It's just a release I'm not even a PC me. guy. I, but if you're going to play it on PC, really, you don't. Oh, gens mean only nothing. Re- only reason I say I want to play on PC is because we have more friends to play it with then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I get why. I'm just saying if we're going to play it on PC, gens mean nothing. Exactly. But, so you think it'll be a 2020 release I'm hoping date? for a 2020 release. I'm leaning that way only because, like, if you're going to make this big, big debut. like, basically whipping it out and laying it on the table kind of announcement then why would you do so for a 2021 release date? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're going to do this guns a-blazing. Like, hey, Sony ain't here. They're not do PlayStation ain't doing it. We took their spot. This is why we're doing it. Yep. This is why we took their spot at E3. This is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think down below in that comment section. What do you expect from this? What do you want from this game? What do you think it'll be like? Marvel's Avengers, I can't wait for it. I will be watching the Square Enix press conference. Hopefully, Dave and I are working uh, working on maybe watching these um, live on the YouTube channel. Mm. So, Johnny, you're more than welcome if you're available yeah. to come to any of them if you want, but especially the Square Enix one. Maybe that's Square where we'll Enix. get the Marvel Avengers. Um, 
But thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Let us know what you think about anything about anything we talked about, especially if you're on Blog Talk Radio, listening to the whole thing and other podcast services around the world. Make sure to check out patreon.com backslash most of podcast. That's where you help support us. Make sure to rate us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Those five-star ratings help us out a lot. And make sure to check out Too Old the Game for more gaming content here on MVP. Johnny is at War Machine 9085. I'm at Ricky Widmer. Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. I want to thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.